Hi everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top the stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Welcome back, guys. So, this week in gaming news, um, some surprise came. Um, we're going to focus on, but first, we're going to focus on World War Z. Now, as you guys know, this is a 2019 game, and it came out on the PS4 and the Xbox One series. It's been announced that there's a Game of the Year edition that is coming out. And the Nintendo Switch will be getting this game. Now, here's the dates for the Game of the Year for the PS4 for the PC and the Xbox One. That will be our next month on May 5th. Um, we're looking for it to be $59, May 50, $50, $49.99. I'm not sure how it sold, but the fact that they're bringing out a game of the year, it probably did better than I thought it was. But, I'm most excited about World War Z coming to the Nintendo Switch. So look out for that. Um, so another surprise was, and I guess it really was a surprise for those people who was really paying attention, but it was a surprise to me. Crytek announced that Crisis Remastered is set to release for the PC, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and the Nintendo Switch this summer. Um, this is from the company. We are excited to be working with Crisis Franchise again and to bring all of the Crisis fans a remaster worthy of the passion for the game, said the CEO. I'm not going to put you this young man name, but yearly, it's an exciting opportunity to be able to bring Crisis back to the PC and current consoles, even Nintendo Switch. So there's a whole lot of generations of players who can experience the thrill for the Battle of Nanosuit. Or, not the Battle of Nanosuit, I'm sorry guys, I read that wrong. Um, to battle in the Nanosuit. Okay, so let me guys, let me give you a little brief history with this game. Back in the old days now, um, God, I want to say that was like 2009. Crisis was 
the benchmark when it comes to graphic fidelity, gameplay, and just overall, you had to have the best, the best. Okay, so you know, guys, we got that cry engine, right? This is where that started from. It was like top tier. If your computer can play Crisis, then you had a good computer. It came out for the PS3, it came out for the Xbox 360. It did. It played, but it played horribly. But they got it to play. They got it to run. And people were happy with it because I'm going to be honest with you guys. Back then, it was pretty much a pipe dream to see if those games, if that game was going to come to the consoles. Because when they showed off the demo, working it out, a high tier, high tier PC, which was pretty much the only way to really play this game, it looked incredible. It looked incredible. But there was three games. They all came to the consoles and the PC. PC's got the best, as you can imagine. So, when this was announced, you know, it's not of a big of a shock. I mean, we had times, we had advancements. We're no longer in that realm. Um, we don't have those restrictions. I wouldn't say that realm, but we don't have no longer those restrictions. That are Xbox, the PC, and the PlayStation 4, I believe, will play this game wonderfully. However, it's been announced for the Nintendo Switch, and I know what you guys are thinking, oh my god, you're going to go in on Nintendo Switch, it's going to look buggy, it's going to be the crap. I don't believe that it is. And the reason why I want to talk about this a little bit more is because a lot of people ran to YouTube, and they ran on the forums, and they were talking about the Nintendo Switch. Guys... And this is what I say to them. I know that the majority of you did not want the Nintendo Switch to be successful. I know you didn't. We all do. But it is. And it's thriving. Now you have the PS5 and the P on the Xbox Series X coming up at the end of the year. But right now, I don't understand how some of you guys are so frustrated that this is coming to the Nintendo Switch. There are players who have the Nintendo Switch as a primary console. Why should they be denied 
say the very same things that you are. And let's not talk about the 360 being that part of the 360. No. We know that the cry engine, it was spectacular. And it has some modifications since then because it was optimized primarily for a PC. We were lucky to get it for the 360. We were lucky to get it for the PS3. But I am sure that Saber Interactive is going to do their very best to make sure that it runs incredible on the Nintendo Switch because there's different versions of the Cry Engine now. It has a scale. So I don't like it when people, you know, go out of their way to rag on the Nintendo Switch when it comes to these big third-party games coming to the system talking about it's choppy. It doesn't matter if it's choppy. It's on the system. It's all that people want. They just want to be able to play the game. I'm happy that it's coming. I'm sure that there's going to be another one um, for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. So, a bit of um, a surprise from Microsoft. If you are a Xbox player right now, you are able to play Fantasy Star Online 2. Now, it's coming to the PC, but it's coming in the PC next month. But right now, you can play this free-to-play game on the Xbox one system. I'm happy. It's a fun game, guys. It's really fun. Um, a lot of, and I'm really surprised that there. I'm sure that there's huge amount of um. Mm. RPG, MMORPG for the PS4 because primarily that's where I saw a lot of those games at. This is a huge game and it they just did their beta testing and I think that was like two weeks ago and bam here it is. It's out. It's out. You able to play it. I'm making it to a nun. Keep in mind this game has been out in Japan for a while, like years. Um, and it's actually for the Nintendo Switch out there. And the PS4 and all that, but over here it's exclusive. In North America, it's exclusive only to the Xbox series. I mean, Xbox One versions and whatnot. Um, yeah, check it out. It's a fun game. Well, what goodies do they get? Every day between April 15th to the 23rd, ARC's operatives will receive a special login bonus when they report for duty. The Hardscape doll is 
able to sacrifice itself to revive players automatically if they become incapacitated on the battlefield. A real boost when finding fall spawn. Okay. Arcs who join an alliance with at least four members before April 28th will receive a SG20 ticket and members of the alliance have that have earned at least 500 alliance points before the 28th will receive the collectible email and prop to tea party. Mm -mm. And two new urgent quests, the cunning black wing vanguard and the false champion Luther the Fallen begins this week. Okay. Okay. Guys. What? Xbox user. This is an MLRPG. Go jump on it. It's really fun. And to pretty much nobody's surprise. Bandai Namco has revealed that John Voice Deluxe Edition is headed to the Nintendo Switch. I'm not saying that. I remember when it was released. I don't think it's a good game. What I don't understand is that why is this coming out for the Nintendo Switch now? Because it came out for everyone else. But why now? I mean, I'm happy that it's coming. Don't get me wrong. But... A lot of people didn't like that game. A lot of people didn't like that game. Um, hold on, let me see something. Let's see. Jump first. Metacritic. Yeah, it's a 56 and it's a 4.2 user score. Yeah, I thought a lot of people didn't like it. I remember the controversy of them um, putting that in some award series it took us in the game awards but they just like how come this game in particular is part of the conversation because no one really liked it what else oh star wars launchers i mean star wars racers Launches on the Nintendo Switch May 12th. I'm sure that there's, um, that that game is also going to... Come to the PS4. Yeah, I'm real sure that it's coming on to the PS4. Yep, yep, it's, um... Star Wars Episode 1 races arrive on the PS4 and the Switch 1. Why is this not coming to the Xbox?
Because that really doesn't make any sense. Hmm. It doesn't say. That's weird. I hope they try to figure it out or that game can come to the Xbox series. Xbox One series. Um, well, look at that. Look at that. Gamescom, this is in Germany. Um, they will not be happening this year due to the COVID-19. As expected, I don't understand any huge event. Cancel it. Just cancel it. Uh, oh, Xbox One officially drops. The Xbox One X officially drops to $300. Oh, guys, that's a good deal. That's a good deal. And keep in mind, I, well, if you have the extra money to spare, but, um, because I heard that Microsoft, like this, this last one right here, they're going to phase out this Xbox One X because they don't want to go up against the Series X. So you better grab that. Let's talk about a little bit about um, what's going on with the PS5. So, it's being reported that um, there would be a shortage of systems. According to Bloomberg, Sony anticipates to hit 6 million PS5 consoles from its release to March 2021 and this means that there could be a shortage of PS5 systems because um, the PS4 sold 7.5 but that was to be expected guys now here's the rub now they're spectating um, how much the system is going to cost and they're thinking like 500 to 550 and the reason why because they have a cooling system part a component that is made in China was being manufactured in China and you know they're on a the slow return right back to work and um that may play a role and as to why this system is going to cost number one it's going to cost more um, and it's going to have a fewer systems compared to the Xbox Series X this is going to be a very interesting holiday very interesting kind of day and I'm, I'm like the only thing I can say behind this is that there will definitely be a line drawn in the sand when it comes to the announcement of these games that are going to be coming to either both of these systems because 
you guys know how I feel about the X. I I feel that I may go to the Xbox Series X because I think they have more to offer at the front. But like right now, this is why they are taking their time to reveal the information about the PS5 and whatnot and all of their like anyone is discombobulated over there at Sony because they don't know what how to roll this this system out without being affected by the COVID-19 I like that they're trying to get out in front of it however because they're like look they pretty much really want to delay it they really want to delay it but the reason why that they're not delaying it is because xbox drew that line in the sand was like "Uh uh-uh we're coming out thanksgiving it's already done and sony don't want to lose face but i truly believe that it's gonna be well. It's expected. Anyone has a pretty much rocky start, but I think you have to put out your. You have to come out swinging PS5, something. You have to, because The Last of Us Two, which will be an amazing game, that won't bring me over to the PS5 and the reason why it will not bring me over to the PS5 is because that is a cinematic cinematic game and I can play that on the PS4 and I can experience pretty much the same on the PS4 Pro so you have to come up with a huge game because if you're depending on third parties, I'm sure that they're going to come the same way on the Series X, if not better. So, um, yeah, just expect it. When they go up, get your money in as fast as you can. And hopefully, you know, you'll be able to get it come the holidays. And those were your top stories in gaming. And now, here's your top stories in pop culture well as you guys can imagine there's not a lot that is going on in pop culture I mean it's tied to um I think I'm hearing about this Apple let's talk about Kanye West so we're gonna do something a little bit different so follow follow along with me so okay guys i'm on the website variety 
And the very first thing I see, hold on, hold on, because see, here's the thing. A lot of stuff about Ellen DeGeneres is coming out. Like, a lot of the crew members are upset. They say that this woman is mean behind closed doors and whatnot. And she plays this this wholesome, loving, caring, inclusive person or not. I know it. I'm not saying that. Okay, guys, you remember when Rosie O'Donnell had her TV show and everybody was like, oh my God, Rosie is like this, but then Rosie was a different person behind closed doors. I kind of imagine the same thing it is with Ellen. Here's the thing. I think it's because clearly it's a male-dominated industry and you have to be a high-fighting bitch in order to survive. However, I guess that they're stuck. Women are usually stuck, and I'm not gonna play no victim's card here. Trust and believe me, okay? Because I've had both a man and a woman as my boss. And I'm going to tell you something that may, um, may make you uncomfortable, but and I guess it's weird how I'm gonna say this. As a woman, I kinda expected a guy to be a dick. What I did not expect from a woman was to be a little bit harder and just just a bitch just a bitch it's it's weird but i i can i can understand why but what i don't understand what i cannot understand is why not change behaviors because if you are a fearless leader and you want people to follow you in in the workplace and stuff like that because I remember having to run a team and my objective was okay I need to get this project done however I assigned jobs to people's strengths and how did I do that, you may ask? I said, okay, we need to do A, B, C, and D. I need you to, to take this home, and I need you to find out what are you capable of doing without feeling stressed, because I don't want you to think that, I don't want you to pick the easiest one. I want you to pick the component in where you feel that you can contribute more. Oh God, I'm sorry, we're not for the tangent right there. But it also ties in with a lot of people are upset. So let's let's read into this. Okay. So it appears that the crew members from the Ellen DeGeneres show 
um, there are theories that the non-union workers are not going to get paid and there's no communication about the status of whether or not they're going to get paid. Hey, listen, I can understand where they're coming from. These people who are non-union workers make the job, everybody makes the job easier. And just because that they are not in the union does not mean that they should not get paid. They have families, they have lives, so everybody's affected and everything should be going the way that it's going as if it was going before this coronavirus came through. You make too much money. You make $50 million over probably now. Come on, cut some of that money down to those people. And you don't really have that many people. Consist of more than 30 employees receiving no written communications about the status of their working hours, pay, or inquiries about their mental and physical health from the producers over a month. Jesus Christ. Um, higher ups in the productions would occasionally answer phones but reveal little added to one of the source. The crew is further insist that by the show's recent hire of an outside non-union tech company to help Ellen DeGeneres tape remotely from our home. Ain't that a bitch? So wait a minute, you gonna you going to hire them and you're going to reap all of the benefits because clearly people are checking in on your YouTube channel or whether it be on your website channel and all these tech people are doing all this work for you and now you want to act funny when it comes to their pay? Girl, get your act together. Get your act together. Girl, I'm not trying to hear that. Well, again, Comic-Con officially canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic. We all knew that was going to happen. Let's look up something else. Oh, wow. So much music came out. So much music came out. Um... Number one, Fiona Apple. I bought that album because I love and I stand for her. Um, sorry about that, guys. Um, so she's come back with a new album. Cause it's been eight years. Um, it's called Fetch the Bulb Colors. I have not. Because I caught this last night. And, um, so I haven't given it a good listen to. It has 13 tracks. Um, that's all I know. I, now, I, now, here's the thing about it, guys. Yes, I'm a huge fan, but I didn't hear anything about this album coming out. 
I really didn't. Um, but we needed it, and I'm so so glad that it's out and available. It's streaming right now. Um, again, I purchased it, and I'm gonna give it a good listen. I know there was some, something about Paris that came out. I know that there was a, um, because that was like trending. I know the baby, he has a new album out. Um, I, I will listen to that album when I hear it. Um, um, because I think he's, I think that he is, uh, he has a nice personality and whatnot, but right now I'm not gonna run and listen to that album. Oh my god, Taylor Swift cancels all of her 2020 shows? Hmm. Why is she even... I am not going to do that. <laughs> I am not going to do that. Oh, Sam, Sam Smith and um, Demi Lovato? They have a new song together? Ah, it's titled I'm Ready. know Sam Smith and the both of them in fact are hitting this with me I guess I'll give it a listen I'll give it a listen but the, the both of them are hit and miss for me like I give it like the first 45 seconds before I really consider whether or not I'm gonna press on with that song of theirs Okay, guys, I have to ask you a, a serious question, okay? Seriously. Why are all these up-and-coming new rappers, all of their names start with little? Like... I mean, we had little Bow Wow, but he was little. Still is to this day. But, uh... Oh, here it is. 21 Savage. Back of that artist. West Side Gun. Pray for Paris. Now, this is the first time I'm hearing about him. However, he has a lot of features of uh, a lot of prominent names on his albums. Um... And this is from Billboard, and it says this. The West Side Gun isn't the best lyricist on the roster. His grandiose raps about high fashion and wrestling are admired by rap titans such as Jay-Z and Eminem. Not only does he dust competition with his Buffalo Soldiers, George Bondo, but he clothes 
when surrounded by lyrical behemoths such as Tyler the Creator and Joey Badass on 327. I'ma check it out. I'ma see what he's about. Cause to be honest with you, this is my first time hearing anything about him. Hmm. they got a TV show, Black AF. And that's coming out on Netflix? I'm not sure about that that name. Oh well, child, I'm hearing that um, R. Kelly is asking to be released from prison due to the coronavirus. No one ain't gonna let you out, dude. You should know that. You should have been buried behind. You should have been buried. You should have been buried under the prison a long time ago. Guys, did you check out that Disney family sing-along? Stuff like that. Because they were planning on Zac Efron. And he didn't show up, right? He didn't show up. I've only caught like bits and pieces of it. But he was supposed to... Um show up with um the crew of um high school musical and it's it's saying that he didn't show up Beyonce showed up hmm Josh Goldbrin Little Big Town, Christmas, Chinawith. Oh, you know they're gonna play that again on Disney Plus. Speaking of Disney Plus, what is with that censoring stuff, guys? Um, like really, they censored the movie um, Splash with Balderic. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Guys, what's Blast with Blow Derek? I doubt it. What is that chick's name? Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Yeah. They CGI'd extra hair on her butt. Doesn't make no sense. And it was like obvious. And first, furthermore, why are, like, little kids even looking at that movie? Because it's very, it's not, how do I say this? It's definitely not, um, it's not adults only, but it's a but. I think it's PG-13. I think it's PG-13. Um, oh my god, Ron Howard directed that? I saw bits and pieces of it. But it wasn't like, you know, oh, well, we need to, um, you know, to censor it. Because I, I saw that movie when I was young and it wasn't like a shock to me. What else happened? Doctor Strange... Doctor Strange 2. 
Yeah, um, I thought I heard about that. Sam Ravenous confirmed the involvement of the sequel. Okay. Alright. I'm not going to talk too much about it because I really don't. I mean, until, like, you know, we keep closer on it. But why not? And uh, that's the last bit of um, news that stood out. And I really don't want to talk about it, so I'm going to just give you mine and my thoughts on it. That man, Kanye West, you know, he had to run to some publication or some interviewer and tell the world that, you know, he is voting for Donald Trump because he believes that he has, you know, hold on. I want to give him a little bit of pushback, but I also understand what he's coming from. A lot of people like him, he has a platform, and he also knows what he wants from his government. And I guess that it's prison reform that is his focus, and I guess that he could get the most done through Donald Trump because as a celebrity who is dealing with another celebrity and whatnot. Here's the thing. The reason why a lot of people are upset with you, Kanye West, is because you are putting it out there in the open. And and I understand that you are voting your interests and stuff like that, but come on, dude. This administration is doing far, but you can't, and you can't be petty. You can't be petty. And what I mean by be petty is this. Yes, I have my own personal gripes when it comes to whatever it is they need to do, but I'm thinking beyond me. And what I mean is, I might not get everything, but I can accept that I might not get what I want to be focused on if I know that it's going to help those who lack that voice, who lacks the influence. I don't want to root for, you know, the middle class and the upper middle class in better schools for them if I know, if I know that, you know, the poor are not getting adequate education. I know this. So, my thing is, I don't want to focus on you middle class people right now. I want to focus on those who don't have it, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. So yeah, that, I say all that to say this about Kanye West. Yes, he may have his, what he wants to be done from the government, but you shouldn't want to do it if the, the, the ones who need the most help are sacrificed. I don't want to sacrifice no one 
who doesn't have anything. I want to go to the people who can spare or to give. You can do your prison reform on a personal thing, and but right now, I can't be petty. And what it is that you're doing right now is petty. And you're trying to keep your name in everybody's lexicon. And we're not here for it. We're just not here for it. So guys, yeah, I think that is pretty much it on the pop culture section. Um, And I guess we're going to close it out here. And those were your top stories in pop culture. this week's episode thank you for listening to cheap thrills i've been your host azaria and i hope to see you again next week stay safe if you'd like to write in you can contact us at cheap thrills podcast 01 at gmail.com you can also follow us on twitter at cheap thrills podcast 01 